This podcast is brought to you by Optimism. Optimism, a life philosophy that has served me well. How do I know? Because I say it did. Um, Even if you're failing, you can just say things are great and that's one way to go through it, right? Um, My name is Terrence Hardnett. This is Down by the River. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Today's episode is with my great friend, Tucker Brookshire, a Chicago man. I interviewed him in New Orleans. We had some adventures in New Orleans, and uh, so I was excited to talk about it. But also, he's just an amazing uh, comedian, great guy to talk to. So I press record, and uh, you know things just go fantastic. I love comedians like Tuck. Um, yeah, we spoke. We were staying in a uh, Airbnb in uh, the Marigny district of New Orleans. We walked over to this cool mural area in uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, it's the Ah, it's another area. It's like the cooler area of New Orleans. Uh, reminds me of Bushwick, kind of, with all the murals. And uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Tuck is um, an interesting and out there comedian. Um, and we've been talking about, you know, uh, you know, if comedy's going to come back. Tucker's quit comedy like 16 times. Um, so we talked about kind of our attitudes toward that. We had a lot of stories from New Orleans to share. And... Uh, you know, some memories and uh, and whatnot. Um, I'm in Florida Keys. I'm in the Florida Keys right now. I'm in uh, Key West camping in Key West, which is something you can do. You can just go to an expensive place and sleep outside, which is uh, part of my new life philosophy. Um, but, uh, you know, in the meantime, enjoy this. <laughs> enjoy this episode with Tuck. He's the he's the absolute man. Um, he's got great. He's got great stories. You're going to love it. And um, rate review. And share this podcast. I mean, I'm sure you're listening to this and you know me, or maybe you don't know me, but if you throw this episode in your stories, you know, share the share the promo in your stories, that would help more people uh, uh, listen to the podcast, and that would uh, be a huge favor to me. So thanks so much, and uh, you know what? Take it away, Steve. Down, down. You know, we were talking about, um, you know, this country and all that. And I was going to say, like, you know, I think a lot of people I know, like, my dad is, like, sort of like a, a failed man <laughs> who is, like, he had a business and it went under. Sure. And um, he's sort of, like, the, the product of, like, a failed uh, dream, a thing he was sold on that, that no longer. What was he sold on? I just think this idea of um, start your business, become a, a success, um, <laughs> you know, all these things. And well, a lot of, of a lot of people we know, they don't, um, you, don't you know, you know, very rarely do you see the um, the other side of, of failure. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we all of our friends have a huge dream. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? We're I mean, we're in an exclusive social structure where all of our friends um, have not. They don't understand the other side of failure. Yeah. Which I respect. I like people who don't. Um, see failure, but yeah. um, you should be aware of it. Yeah. You're dark. You're pessimistic, as we've discussed. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's something I'm working on, but I um, I think I've just naturally um adopted a sort of, if you see things as as bad, then when they go bad, it can't hurt. Yeah. The, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> of course. When it go bad, it can't hurt you so bad. Yeah. Like this morning, we had a discussion about Max was like they're proposing they're proposing a sort of a plan a bill where every board of directors needs to be 40% made up of people who have been elected by the workers, the yeah. labor. And you're like, 
And the first thing he said was, yeah, but how long till they <laughs> sleaze their way into that one, too? Like, uh, how long? And Yeah, but you know they're going to squirm their way out of that one. Yeah, it's like a real problem. I see, I see everything through, um, you know, uh, not even rose-colored. I don't know what color those glasses Shit-colored. Shit-colored yeah, glasses. Yeah, the opposite of yeah. rose. Yeah, yeah. blood-colored? I don't know. But I, I want to say, too, you are a great guy to be around. You make me happy. It's, like, easy to be around you you've got a good vibe yeah uh oh the sun's out and here we go and, and now i'm about to sit in the van tick down <laughs> <laughs> well you know i think at its core it's like um you know i find optimism to be a bit um blind to the facts <laughs> it's not realistic yeah every pessimist they don't think they're pessimists they think they're a realist yeah yeah well i have no problem saying i'm a pessimist but yeah um i just it just seems like a smarter way to live how so well, you know, the fact of the matter is most of the time things don't go according to plan. But they go according to a different plan, a good plan, a larger plan. Right. But what's the, what's the harm in thinking that anything, which is a lot, what a lot of people think, that whatever happens, that's what was exactly meant to happen, right? Mm-hmm. God, God never gives you any more than you can handle. Yeah. All that, I don't want to say bullshit, but all that stuff. Yeah. Is that... Uh, well, this is, I mean, it's just a, it's a difference in outlook. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, meditating has really done a lot for me for like mindset too, where I'm like, I definitely see things with like more, uh, like I have more control over my environment. So I think a lot of pessimism comes from um, feeling like you have no control over anything. Right, right, right. So yeah, it, you'll, you will get crapped on. Yeah. You're waiting to get crapped on. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, if I have no control, then god knows the result won't be great right but um, my life is amazing as well it's like i don't understand we um, both are living that 2020 like the where the pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to us yeah it changed my entire life in the it, for, for for the better yeah i have more money i'm in better shape i have a girlfriend i have <laughs> like like everything i didn't have a year ago i got and i haven't clocked in at a job <laughs> In 374 days. <laughs> and counting. <laughs> and counting. And counting in New Orleans with yeah. your buds, uh, having dinners, enjoying life. And I worked hard for this. <laughs> and we worked we so worked hard, hard for, for this. We, that was a huge punchline. <laughs> we took a bite of delicious steak last night. And you're like, and the best part? We worked so hard to get here. I worked so hard. This is <laughs> this would just burn the ears of anybody who is uh, thinking that we get paid too much unemployment. Yeah, and uh, you know it's a. I mean, it's a little too much. Yeah, whatever. But jobs are jobs are just. Um, They'll get it back. We'll pay them back. <laughs> yeah, they'll yeah, get it I'll, back. That's my big thing. They'll get it back. They'll get it back. I hope Boy. they'll find a way to get their money back. It's just so hard to look at the look at jobs and like read the job description and be like, "That is for me." <laughs> 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 I've always dreamed of putting in data into an Excel spreadsheet since I, I was five. I just love staying on top of a client. Yeah, yeah. I love circling back. I hate all that shit of like, of like clients and meetings. And like, hey, did you see my email? And it's like everyone is like lying to each other. Everyone is like pretending that they're doing something. And most of work, most of jobs are like you you do, you work for 20 minutes a day and you bullshit for seven hours and 40 minutes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, people are working from home now and they're like realizing like, okay, I really work 20 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope it'll change uh, the way we go to work. I really think it, I mean, I think it must. Yeah. It'll be one of the big, I mean, like 
albeit this is two guys who don't work talking about yeah, the yeah. changing job market, but <laughs> like office space, whatever, get rid of it. Who, if you're invested, if you're heavily invested in commercial real estate right now, you have been nervous for a year. Yeah. You've well, you look at these for a whole skylines and you go, all these giant buildings of yeah. 70 floors. It's like that fantastic Horvath bit, Tyler Horvath. Amen. Shout out. You look at the skyline and it's beautiful and it's like, yeah, uh, zoom in. Yeah. He goes, every one of those little bright lights is someone eating a lean cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that it's is like a brilliant all, bit. All those offices now, what are those going to be? If everyone's working from home and this continues, this 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 like trade continues, what are yeah. those buildings are going to be empty in 20 years? Cities are cities are going to be uncool for the 20s, during yeah. the 20s. Ooh, period. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Or like, you know, your smaller cities, I mean like obviously New York, LA, and Chicago all bleeding. Yeah. Bleeding talent, bleeding people, yeah. Bleeding money, bleeding renters. Rent yeah. is down in all three of those places. Um, I'm gonna go to New York this summer. I'm really curious to see what it's like. I've heard it's fun, you know, like, um, but it's kind of fun because it's like, well, nothing matters. You know, they ha- you can drink a uh, cocktail in the street in New York like you can in New Orleans. Yeah, because That's, they just let that go. They just they're gonna have uh, legal weed. Yeah, which is incredible. Incredible. Yeah, Cuomo really. Cuomo me too and then said I got a thing that'll make him forget. Exactly. <laughs> he goes he goes uh where's that case and it says break in case of sexual harassment <laughs> yeah. and he breaks it and then it pulls he pulls out the bill signs it. <laughs> it's right there. Got it. Yeah, he's like no I may problem. be groping but you guys can get as high as you want yeah. while I do it. If I'm groping you're token. If you're Cuomo. <laughs> groping and token. 2024. <laughs> 2024 you're doing one or the other baby i mean that's my that's really what i'm after this feeling of like no one tells me what to do you know you got it now yeah that's why i think i've been so happy you should buy a van to tell you what man i think about it every day i'm looking at it right now it's right it's just beyond screen yeah you're home yeah do you remember meeting me who no i i think i must have met you at an open mic but then the first night that I met, I met Gasper, I know. I'd never seen Gasper before because Max asked if ba- Gasper could come to my New Year's Eve party. You came with him. But I think I knew you already. Oh, I, I do remember 20, this. Yeah. New Year's 2017, maybe 2016. Yeah, and I remember I was on Mushrooms and I locked myself in your bathroom because I couldn't work the doorknob. No, 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 not the bathroom. It was my buddy Mike's bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Because I know when you close that door behind you, the other half of the doorknob falls off. Yeah. And then you don't have a doorknob in there. And I'm off he my ass. A, he, yeah, he, he, you're off your ass. He has a screwdriver on his dresser for that specific purpose <laughs> to t- turn into the doorknob hole, twist it, and open. But he goes, hey, hey T? T, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm stuck in here, guy. <laughs> I think uh, it's not opening, guy. Uh, it's not popping in here. Yeah, it took about 20 minutes. I was really having a, um, yeah. I was really seeing the inside of my not, spirit. That then. is not where you want to be on <laughs> mushrooms. That is, uh, that's like the Terrence McKenna thing, which well, you did, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I took, um, I took like 13 grams of mushrooms. I mean, it was that's so many. I thought it was seven grams. Seven. It, it was. It was like. Whatever the dose is, I have no, I can't remember the dose, but it's like an absurd thing that Terrence McKenna tells people to take. And he says, he says, eat them all at once and then lock yourself in a dark room. No. And so I was like, you know, I felt, I thought I was like super brave or whatever. And I ate all these. What is the appeal of that? I don't understand. What is, what what, what were you looking to get? Well, at the time, I mean, still, I was just an incredibly lost man. And I was like hoping that like psychedelics would have this like um, answer for me. Yeah. Which is, let me tell you, they don't. They don't. And uh, they never have. There's no answer. No. 
And if there is an answer, you're not going to get it from uh, that. You know, you're going to get it afterwards. It may facilitate your uh, finding an answer on your own. Yeah. It might be a, a path towards finding the answer. Yeah. A shortcut. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's, as, that's, as, that's as far as I'll go with my recommendation for psychedelics. Yeah. It's that's, like, it's, it's not for everyone. And it's not... <laughs> And it's not a cure-all. It's Absolutely not vitamins. Not. You know no. what I mean? It is just a drug. It's yeah. important. It's a drug. It's yeah. one of the best ones. Okay, but theory. so uh, so so I'm eating. So I've eaten these mushrooms, right? And I'm locked in this dark room. In your house? In my house. Uh, Wolfram or the last one? And on Addison, it's like no air conditioned, dirty, disgusting apartment. Gross. Who are you living with? It's me and Pat Bulldog. Like him. Who's the goat? Oh, with Tyler and Tyler, but Tyler's yeah, not living that. there at the time. Gotcha. He moved out into his, he, girlfriend's, his girlfriend's apartment. Yeah, just you two. Yeah, not and a not a super healthy apartment. No, I mean it was a dark, 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 dark time. Got it. <laughs> Six darks. Six darks. All right, and uh, and so I'm I I eat these mushrooms and I immediately. Um, I mean, I just blast off, and I'm like, I'm so high, I can't stand up straight. Like, I try and lift my body off of the bed, and I can't. And uh, I start to see, like, the sky, like, opens up, and I start to see, like, you know, like a vortex of, like, of like light and, like, spinning, like a, like a tornado almost. Okay. And then I, um, I just, like, black out, and I don't remember anything. And I wake up, and I'm on the floor, and I'm totally naked. No. And I... Cliché. I, yeah. Okay. And I feel like there's like um, it feels like blood is pouring out of my body, and it, it feels like I'm sitting in a puddle of my own blood. That's really bad. Yeah, and I can't. I still can't see. I'm so high, I can't like um, see things. So you didn't need to be blindfolded. You were just, it just went dark. Yeah, it just went dark. Were you in a dark room? Well, it's yeah, it's in my room with all the lights off. It's gotcha. like two in the morning. Oh, it's okay. At and night. so I'm like, so I'm sitting there on the floor, and I'm like, right, so I'm dying, and I'm gonna be the guy who dies from drugs, and this is incredibly unfortunate that my young life ends this way. <laughs> and I go, well, before we die, let's give it one more shot to survive or whatever. And it takes me like 20 minutes, but I get on my feet. And uh, I'm like looking around the room, and I can't see anything, like not like the door and everything, nothing is looks real, everything looks like fake. And I finally find the doorknob, and I open it, and I don't remember where I am. I'm like, okay, I'm in my apartment. And I knock on my roommate's door, and I'm completely nude. My dick is out. My balls are just hanging there. Yep, completely and nude. It's, it's three in the morning, and I knock on my roommate's Pat, door. Pat Bulldog's door. Pat Bulldog, and I wake him up, and I'm totally naked, and I'm crying. I'm weeping like oh, uncontrollably. I'm sorry. And I'm like, Pat, I'm dying. Sure. And he jumps up, and he's naked, and he goes, What? <laughs> and I go, Pat, I'm pouring blood out of my body. Look at me. And I'm standing there completely in the nude, and he's like, What? There's no blood on you. And I'm crying. I'm going, Pat, please save me. I'm dying. I'm oh going god. to die. Oh my god. Dude. And he takes me outside and he wraps me in a blanket and he's like, Are you okay? And I'm like, Man, I feel I feel like empty. And I just shake uncontrolled. I'm doing this outside and I'm like trying to smoke cigarettes, but my hands won't stand still. Oh my god. And I'm out there for for like two hours and Pat, God bless his soul, check keeps checking back in on me. And I finally, I start to come to a little, and I sat in the shower. I turned the shower on. I go in her bathroom, and I sat in the shower, and I shook uncontrollably and cried for, like, five and a half hours. Oh, no, Tuck. And I've never done mushrooms since. It was the single, well, actually, I did them two nights ago, but. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but not, like, a lot? But not, like, a lot, yeah. <laughs> 
truly <laughs> one of the most insane. I really thought I died. It was crazy. Um, how was the come down? It was unlike, I mean, I didn't feel like a human being for t- two two months. It was incredible. Oh, no. It was like how did you feel the day after, like the week after? I just was like, my brain was completely empty. I had no... Oh, no. I had no emotions. Oh, Tuck, I'm it, sorry. It was unbelievable. I, I really was... Um, oh, man, it was crazy. Oh, God. But, you know... You live and you learn. You live and you learn. <laughs> we learned that lesson, <laughs> which maybe we could have known before we did the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how foolish. I don't want to be a scold, you know, but that heroic dose seems like what an asshole to tell everybody that yeah what, a, what you know people are gonna watch mind. this on youtube right yeah yeah you know that they're not even gonna read the words you said they're gonna watch a video of a guy telling you the words on youtube yeah obviously i'm a very impressionable young man too i just take foolish too, advice and i have i have poor impulse control so like you know i think of that and i go there but for the grace of god go i you know I, yeah it could have easily been me yeah do you feel lost i feel immensely lost now as a human no, right now. Uh, yeah, talk, yeah. Talk. I mean, like, uh, depend. Like when I first moved to New York, I felt a little lost. Yeah. Um, but it reminds me of the f- time when I first moved to Chicago. I felt lost too. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of find your footing. I remember I called my mom. I bombed at Town Hall Pub. Rachel McCartney was there. I remember her face seeing me bomb, and it was my one of my first sets after I had moved. I I came to Chicago and tried it out during my spring break. Tried it out for a week. Did a mic every night, Logan Theater. I did the comedy bar mic. I did a mic every night. My first week, yeah. liked it, liked it enough to move my whole life over to Chicago. That first week, I bombed the Town Hall Pub, bombed hard, um, called my mom, crying. 24 years old, fully crying. Oh. Um, I don't know what I, and my mom goes, I don't know what they did to you, Terrence, but. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like they broke your soul. But, they, but he's like, <laughs> but she said, don't let it, you know, don't let it affect. I mean, like, she was literally like, she had no idea, like, she was just trying to be like, the fact that you're crying so hard means something happened. She doesn't know, like, stand-up. She wasn't like, ah, fuck them. Yeah, she was like, yeah. I don't know what happened up there, but I love you. Don't worry. <laughs> you're like, Mom, nothing happened. That's the worst nothing part. Nothing happened, yeah. Because <laughs> it was me. It was I was definitely lost. Although I had, it's like we talk about, we ha- you have this um, cardinal direction of, you have a passion. You have something, yeah. you have something that you can, um, that's it's a priority for you, which is yeah. nice. Because priorities are good for when you're making decisions. You go, well, I prioritize this over that, so I must have to, I should do this. Yeah. Because this helps me with my priorities. Yeah. Um, so I was lost, I was lost, moved to New York, moved, in, moved to Chicago, moved to New York. And then um, beginning of pandemic, I was lost too. And when Were you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think only recently. I think at the beginning of the pandemic, I found myself. And then yeah. now that it's coming to an end, I'm kind of going, oh, right, I need to... Um, right, here comes another lost period. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't feel lost. I have a sort of, I have a plan for the next six months to a year, which is not typical of me. Yeah. So I don't feel lost right now. Yeah. Tell me about how you feel lost. I mean, I just feel, I feel very... Um, I feel like I'm at, this, I'm at this point in my late 20s where it's... Um, how old are you? I'm 28. Thank you. And it feels like it's um, the, the course of my, my next decade needs to be set. And um, w- while I know the direction I'm going, I have no clue whatsoever of how to get there. And, yeah. um, and that's not even a bad thing. I'm more just like, um, it's more just like, wow, this is, uh, this is really going to be a hell of a journey, huh? Um, things know. are going to begin to solidify. Yeah. Right? Like, whatever I kind of put my energy into these next couple of years, it's going to have a big, long impact. Whereas yeah. the 20s are more about, like, you can experiment. Yeah, you, know, you, like, try this for a couple of years. Nah, throw yeah. it out. 
Those two years mean nothing. Who cares? Grad school, bing bong. Yeah. You got years to burn, but now you don't have years to burn. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Twenty eight sucks. I guess what I'm what I'm lost is I'm I'm seeing my youth. I'm losing my youth. Yeah. And I'm oh, realizing yeah. that um, youth is the only currency, really. It's the only true currency that matters. And um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it's also not necessarily true, true at all. Well, everything I say is brilliant. You love <laughs> you love a generalization. You remind me of Maxi. You love a generalization. I like big words and generalizations. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, a lesser person would just would just agree with you and go, that's a great point. But then I, I I'm here with you and Max. I just go, uh, what about this? Has anyone ever done this to you? How about uh, a counter argument? How about that? Well, you know what I always say. You know what I do is I just speak. I speak confidently at all times. No regardless matter, of regardless of information absolutely I and absolutely. i'll tell you what people look at me and go this guy's got it figured out i love it yeah <laughs> you're the only person who goes well that's just not true <laughs> if you just act confidently everyone and the look listen. in your eyes is like oh whoa no one's ever done that before well, am i being challenged right yeah now? <laughs> whoa whoa i thought i mean from where i come from if you just uh have a few snappy sentences if people are like well that must be true yeah, yeah. Like, let's sit with your shoulders forward <laughs> People will listen. <laughs> Matt Kennedy will do that too. He'll be like, he'll be like, people with jobs <laughs> don't know what it's like to be up at night. And I'm like, I guess, Matt. Like, it's like, what are you gonna argue? <laughs> it was like a tight, uh, synactic, a good syntax to the sentence. It's hard to argue with, but unless you think about it for two seconds. Yeah, yeah. But all, you, all it needs is a little critical thinking. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I'm sure I know that skill uh, serves you well in performance, um, s- stating clearly a thing that you don't fucking understand at all. Yeah. I love your credit score joke. I'm obsessed with that joke. Yeah. Um, it's got that thing where a good joke has where. Um, it you've uh, you occupy you bought the real estate in my mind around credit scores. Yeah. So every time I think of credit scores, I will think of your joke where, um, and uh, basically you say, um, you know, it's not a, it's not a score if one team isn't even playing. You're like yeah. they they call you and they go we want money and they go I'm not gonna pay you and you go, and they go we're gonna we're gonna lower your credit score and you go fucking go ahead <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's great the whole room laughs because they're relieved because they also kind of think that yeah yeah um and then uh and everyone's like oh yeah who cares about my credit score you're able to relax everyone about their credit score yeah um, it's a credit scrimmage at best is another tag anyway sorry this is well that is it it's a great bit look yeah. it up thank you you're welcome yeah. um do you want to get into our experiences in new orleans so far because i think there's been some yeah, pretty, I'm having the time of my life. Pretty interesting stuff has been happening in New Orleans, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What 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 jumps to your mind first? Uh probably just our general um demeanors being challenged by every individual we meet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People will talk to you is the thing, right? Yeah. People will talk to you. I mean like in a friendly way in our neighborhood at the bar. People were talking to us that was nice. Yeah. Then we went to the other side of town for dinner. And then uh we had a beautiful meal. An incredible um, meal. Coquette was amazing. We had a, a, a tasting menu meal, which is um, a luxury that is worth it. Yeah, with a wine pairing, which I had never done. I loved a wine pairing. I loved watching. I love experience. Like, cause like people, like you guys are asking me if I eat out alone, and I go, no, I'll have a sandwich if I'm gonna be by myself. I don't care. Like, I want to see the looks on your, your y'all's faces. Yeah. Like, if I'm sitting there with a great meal, it's just it's it's, you know. Um, a pleasure shared is a pleasure doubled or some shit like that. Yeah, I mean, it's very is. true. It's always better when you can enjoy it. And and with people like you and Max, because, like, you're both – I mean, Max has got a super amazing talent for 
describing the sensation that you're having yeah, to the point yeah. where like if we're nearing the end of a course and Max hasn't sort of defined the course yet, um, I get I'm like a little bit like where is it? And then Max will define what he's feeling and it's beautiful. Like yeah. at the end of it, we had we had a long it was a long grain rice with crab and it was topped with um, jalapeno powder and popcorn. It's all a white dish, a little lump mm. of white rice. We took a bite and Max goes Max goes this is like an ode to blandness. Yes, yeah, brilliant. It's bland in the best possible way. And I go, I've never had anything bland, bland that's better than that. Yeah, yeah a perfect exactly description. Right. A, perfe- a totally perfect description. And uh, it enhanced the meal. And also, we're ha- t- tasting all these different wines. Wines you've never had before. I love seeing you taste a dessert wine for the first time. Oh, incredible. Dessert wine in Madeira. Syrup. Go ahead. Talk to me. I mean, it was like drinking syrup. It was like notes that of hardwood sounds bad. flooring. If, yeah, if that Max sounds said. bad. <laughs> it sounds bad. You're like it's like it's like if you mixed honey and um, yeah. What do you cut? You could said Hard, uh, <laughs> notes not of not hardwood like a uh, 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 stained floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like notes of that, and uh, we were like, yeah, true, um, but in a good way. It sounds like you're saying a bunch of bad words, but in a good way. No, okay. Yeah. And then, and then we were just hammered after. I mean, just absolutely yeah. lit after dinner. Exactly. And some man pulled out a um, speaking of hammer. At the bar and offered to kick our ass. <laughs> <laughs> and we did not agree. That was a service that they were offering. Yeah. Um, and we had been talking about, this is what's so fucking crazy, is before dinner we were talking about, like, fighting. Where are you at with fighting? And Tuck, I, Tuck, I was surprised to hear that you're down for a fight anytime. I'm ready to ride, baby. I'll yeah. whoop some ass. You Let me be very clear. You are talking about working out and you're like, I'm just ready for a fight. And I was like, really? I had no, like, I thought all my friends were not good, not fighters. I assumed that. Oh, no, I'm ready to go at all times. Yeah, you're <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, somebody push me out of yeah. this chair. I'll throw fucking somebody hands. try. Try and push me out of this chair. See what happens. Well, you um, know, I've had my ass beat so many times when in appeal. what context in college i was so hammered all the time okay. in college i was just swinging on people where were you at college where was this college unc greensboro north carolina okay so you were in greensboro yeah okay um and you would get hammered and and get into fights and most of them you lost yeah at like frat parties and when i i one Ooh. time i got into a fight at this frat party on halloween and uh you know i was dressed like fucking like zorro or whatever and or whatever like, you're whatever who, who even knows and my buddy uh, got shoved by this frat dude, and I just, like, unloaded on this guy and uh, barely hit him once. And this dude was dressed like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and he, had, he had the big... Oh, you do a bit about this. Yeah, I love yeah. this bit. He had the Go big on. Scooby-Doo head and everything. He's, like, in a full costume. And he was, like, a trained MMA fighter. No! And, and he just turns and looks at me and just, I mean, beat the living... Di- like, kick me. He was, I was, like, on the ground, and he was, like... Stop, really? Oh, yeah. What kind of injuries did you sustain? Uh, I had, like, a black eye and... Uh, you know, sore ribs. Sore all over your body yeah. and ribs. And then get this, though. I uh, I saw him the next day in the cafeteria, the guy who kicked my ass at the school, and he came over and he apologized. And he said, I've always liked you. I'm sorry I had to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said, zoinks. Oh. <laughs> I said, no problem, brother. He took off the mask and he goes, oh, man, it was old man Jenkins the whole time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it was toxic masculinity yeah, the whole the time. Whole time. <laughs> wow. Huh. He offered to play golf with me. He's like, we're playing golf later if you want to go. I'm like, I can't play golf, golf. with the guy that just kicked my yeah. ass <laughs> yeah. within 18 hours. That is beautiful, though. That's the kind of world that I want to live in where the guy says, I like the apology, too. Yeah. I'm sorry that I had to do that to you. Yeah, he goes, yeah. I'm sorry that you're such a drunk idiot yeah. that you made me do that to you. I suppose he's, he he's trained in the arts. You know, I'm sure he like, wasn't supposed to, to unload on a... On a 
on a citizen like that. <laughs> <laughs> His guru probably he's, reached out and was like, you know that is against our, our policy. There's an imbalance in the <laughs> yeah. force. Yeah. 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 He's like, well, he hit me first. And, and then the guru goes, yeah, but <laughs> come on. He goes, what was he wearing? <laughs> <laughs> he sees a picture of you and he goes, you, this guy? you kick Zorro's ass? <laughs> Zorro, dude? Okay, so that in mind, Tuck's been in some fights. Max has never been in a fight. I've fought all my brothers, and they've all fought me, but that doesn't count. That's how we always establish. I go, well, I've punched all my brothers in the face, and they've all punched me in the face. Yeah, yeah. But that's just kid shit, you yeah. know? It never goes beyond the the kitchen. Everyone you know? should get their ass kicked one time in their life. It's, I disagree. I'm telling you, it'll, well, <laughs> speak confidently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, here we go. And, 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 and we're there back. there it is, folks. And we're back. The one-two punch of talking Terry. Yet another brilliant take That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> it will. It'll humble you, though. There's something about, there's something about knowing another time. So w- I was at these, um, these Black Lives Matter protests, and I was getting really— This past summer. This past summer, and I was screaming at the— This is why I started working out, actually. I was screaming at this cop, and he was just, like, looking at me, and I was just like— you know, fuck you, you know, really letting, letting him have it. And this wow. is what he does. He's just like, he has like his baton in his hand. He puts his baton in his little belt loop and he takes both hands and he picks me up underneath my armpits. No. And <laughs> he just moved me like 45 degrees to the other Whoa. side. And it was like a real moment of like, he oh, they handled you. Yeah. There are men who can physically dominate me with, at the drop of a hat. That's an interesting move. So, yeah. and it was, was, did he, did you need to be moved or was he just proving, proving a point? I think that was him going. Don't make me, um, don't make me dominate you physically. Wow, <laughs> god damn! And then I was like, I, I'll start working out every single day now. God damn! Well, shout out to shout the police. Out to the police, yeah, CPD. Welcome back to Blue Lives Chatter, the <laughs> Blue Lives Matter podcast. <laughs> yeah, we probably shouldn't say that that loud in this. Yeah, uh, you're right. Just kidding. <laughs> Defund the police. Defund the police. Invest of in education and uh, social services, which yeah. are really important. Yeah. The budgets are too big. I'll say that on the record. Incredibly frustrating how that all unfolded. How so? That just um, and do be specific. And here comes a little more pessimism. All right, um, we're looking at a photo of the Dalai Lama right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, this is hilarious. With well, this backdrop is yeah. very funny. It, we're in a beautiful New Orleans place yeah. with uh, great murals. Yeah. Okay, go on. I think I'm just. It was just incredibly frustrating to know. Um, to just see the uh, pain on people's faces and the passion, and just like how it ignited this. Um, you know, unified spirit amongst everyone, and yep. very little came out of it, yep. and uh, it just really bothered me. Yeah, and I, I think there's a lot on both sides of like, could have been more organized, could have been more clear with demands. You sure? Um, you know, but it's it was sort of a heartbreaking moment of like, uh, wow, this <clears throat> things things aren't just handed to you, and you got to really fight for them. You know? Yeah, I hope. I don't know. I hope something comes out of it. I like. I, I like the spirit of it. I think it was the right energy for the right time. Um, yeah. People did have to sort of get. Be, I think some people were held responsible. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't speak on it. But um, I say. I say, keep going. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So last night we go to a bar um, down the street from the restaurant. I looked up a bar that had a patio. Looked good. We walk in. There's a guy playing uh, what ragtime on the piano kind of thing, mm-hmm. a little stand-up piano, little tiny joint, red lights, uh, red banquettes, beautiful. We're wearing button downs. Mm-hmm. We look like we don't belong there. Yeah, um, which is obvious to everyone right away. Yeah, um, but they're serving ribs. We have a good time. We have some drinks. We have some cigarettes. We um, uh, pretty quickly we meet those guys, right? Yeah, those guys in the black 
you said you said, dude, their outfits were coordinated. They yeah. had leather. They cut the sleeves <laughs> off a leather jacket, which means you are you got violence in your heart if you're doing that. You're willing to. <laughs> this costs a pretty penny. Yeah. So if you're willing to sacrifice a leather jacket to the gods of looking scary, yeah, you'll dig my small intestine out. For no sure. question. These guys <laughs> had gotten tattoos that day. They pointed out their tattoos. <laughs> they did. One guy was bleeding. They were bleeding out of their tattoos. Yeah, they're like saran wrapped and bleeding. And wearing a uniform, wearing a uniform, they were like kind of like a gang. <laughs> they were tatted up, and they had two fresh ones. <laughs> I forgot they were bleeding out of their tattoos. That's the most metal shit. Turns out, yeah, that was that was the day of. They're all wearing all black. Um, they're very scary, fast-talking individuals. Yeah. They felt like they were tuned up on something. Yeah, what was big, your take? Big black eyes, which yeah. is typically a sign of drugs. White guys, black eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sign of yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. It felt like. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would guess Coke, but I have no idea. Yeah, They're trying to sell us Coke. Um, yeah. So that's a hint Yeah, uh, that they have some. Um, and they were pretty aggressive energetically, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was doing a lot of the talking to them. I ended up being the spokesperson for the group. Mm-hmm. Um, God knows why. Well, you Although. Got a, you got a pleasant aura about you. Yes, I was trying to de-escalate because they came hard right away. The energy was bad right away. Did you feel the energy was bad right immediately. away? Immediately. I, I knew they were going to try and fight us immediately. Okay. Yeah. They did. They sat down right at the table and they weren't being friendly. But no. They were being like kind of aggressively conversational. Yeah. Um, yap, 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 yapping at us. Not really asking questions, just kind of saying stuff at us, right? Yeah. Which is why you were laughing. I was answering their questions. Max was saying nothing and staring at them. Yeah. Which is what why the guy kept being like, I hate, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Hate you. He was like, I would love to kick your fucking ass. Actually, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, they were just being physically threatening. They were saying, um, let's arm wrestle. The bet was you can have $100,000 if you win. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I got a feeling we weren't going to get that much. <laughs> <laughs> if he was like, damn, okay. <laughs> He pulls a suitcase out full of money. He goes, you got me. This is the first time, obviously the first time it's happened. There goes my tattoo money. Yeah, (laughs) There goes my life money. And if uh, Max lost, he's going to have to give the guy his clothes and shoes. Yeah, yeah. Then they offered to buy my jacket. That was aggressive. Yeah. Uh, I said 50 bucks. And he goes, I'm doing it. What's your Venmo? He pulled the Venmo up and then he stared at me and I go, actually, I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. And then he stared at me for like five more minutes. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. He just kept staring at me dead eyed. They go, yeah, I changed my mind. They go, I'm sorry, man. Um, that's when I felt the most challenged. Yeah. Um, because Max says, and I agree, that they were waiting for us to go, get the fuck out of my face. Which man. is what I was considering saying for the entire I'm so time. happy you didn't because that's what they were waiting for. For, um, But it's like if you just stay friendly and it's all love. Um, they have no reason. They have no reason. And... Um, you know, that way, like, they want to be justified. Everyone wants to be justified. That's yeah. what I like, is is even though things are chaotic, there is a shared ethic among humanity. Of justification. Justice, justice, right. You need to justify it, right? So, That's like, so true. they wanted to be justified in their actions. So, if you don't give me, you give them no justification for the fight, fight's not going to happen. Yeah. Um and that's what happened. And then we ate some ribs and rib tips, and they were incredible. Amazing. Some of the best I've ever had. Some of the best barbecue I've ever had, and it was literally just a dude with, like, a plastic table in a dive bar. Yeah. Incredible. He was going off somewhere to make more. I have no idea where he was going or what the hell was happening. Yeah. I mean, the food here is unbelievable. Yes. Amazing. I mean, like, yeah, from the nicest food 
down to the. <laughs> okay, then we have the ribs at. Well, no, we, we should tell these people what happened with these. Uh, with these guys. With these gentlemen. Keep going. Oh God, yeah. So they, so they, they said, "I want your jacket." Yep. And then we had a, a, a you know, a, a back and forth for a little while. And yep. wh- while we're talking, one of these guys in the back uh, pulls out the the handle, the steel handle to a hammer. hammer. Slams it on the Slams table so hard. loud we all jumped. Exactly. <laughs> Slams it down and he goes, what? What the hell? Who cares? And I go, whoa, is that a hammer? He goes, come on, man. It's just a handle to a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a gr- uh, unquestionably a great line. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. So fucking scary. And then eventually. They have though, weapons. Eventually, though, they just, they talked shit at us said they wanted to kick our ass. Said they, they said, we, I would love to take you out to this parking lot and just unload on you. Right. You're a pussy. You're yeah, a pussy. You're a pussy. And I go, oh, come on. And he goes, I think you're a pussy, too. Yeah. Right about, like, like, they weren't having it. I go, where are you from? One of the, guy, one of the guys goes, hell. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other guy says, hell. I live right above this bar. <laughs> he was from hell and he was bleeding out of his tattoo. <laughs> I mean, that is a man I'm right there. He <laughs> never, they never spoke one word to me, though. They didn't, and they and they only yelled at Max. Yeah, and they basically were just talking to me. It was uh, really, and then the rest of the night we were all t- talking about what how we felt about hitting them. Yeah, like I wanted to grab a bottle and smash it. Yeah, you know? I was thirteen beers deep. Like I was gonna fuck yeah. both of them oh, up. Oh god! <laughs> I woke up this morning like no 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 no. But also people, <laughs> all the people were just talking to us too. We had um, the Umbrella Man talk to us for about half mm-hmm. an hour because uh, Tucker encouraged him and he was kind of giving his spiel. Yeah. Sort of a I'm not not, a sh- not necessarily a homeless guy, but he's asking for money. Yeah, yeah. And he balances stuff on his nose. And he balanced a screwdriver in his nose and a big um, straw. An umbrella. That's why he's Umbrella Man. He's he's famous for balancing an umbrella on his he nose. He brings his umbrella with him that night though. Oh, right, yeah. And he goes, Google me, Umbrella Man, Google me. And then we're like, okay. And then he Googled it himself and showed yeah. us on his phone. Yeah. But there's been articles written about Umbrella Man and uh, all the antics that he does. Yeah. See, I love shit like that. That's why I like talking. I like, I'm, I'm obsessed with characters. Like, I want to I wanna live in a world full of, that's why suburbia is such a nightmarish scenario. There's no, yeah. there's no um, personality anywhere. This fucking city is filled with random characters one could say turn. too much personality yeah it's a, well, it's too a much little overwhelming yeah but, yeah you know. yeah max is saying he's like i don't know if i would uh, bring my girlfriend here yeah because yeah. of uh i go why because oh, well, of all the crime we witnessed <laughs> <laughs> we witnessed a, a bunch of crimes yeah there were, there were the woman got her purse stolen right in front of us we we're sitting having beers and uh this car is driving by really fast and turns out that they had grabbed a girl's purse off of the table at a coffee shop and dropped it in the car and ran away. I went there for another coffee today, and she goes, she's counting out the tips, and I, uh, you know, she's emptying the jar, counting the tips out, and I go, oh, end of your shift? And she goes, no, I'm just hiding the tips because those kids come in here and grab the tips and run away. (laughs) (laughs) They, they'll grab the, and I go, they'll come in here physically, (laughs) grab the jar, and run out. She goes, yeah, yeah. Nothing but respect, to be honest. (laughs) It's the same kids. But snatch the purse. It's the same kids. Well, they just... I mean, come on. That's hilarious. That's a... They only want some money. There it is. They're yeah. just marauders. And I... Yeah. They're I, the teen uh, marauders. Yeah, right. They are... Yeah. <laughs> There's the cars break get broken into on our block. Um, my mom did... My mom was like, careful. It's scary down there. And I go, mom, they better watch out for me. <laughs> that's what I said. But uh, turns out she was right. Yeah, in retrospect. It's a little yeah. scary. Be careful. I parked right on... I'm in the same spot as the car that got broken into. I was parked on top of the safety glass that was shattered from someone's window the day before. <laughs> and I saw a cop dusting the uh, handle of the car for prints. And I go, that's cute. <laughs> like they tried to get in there. Like, All right, I'll take the hard one. Oh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, take there, the prints. There is something, there is a feeling in this city like it's, um, 
Like, it's not headed the right direction. And I don't even mean that negatively, because I love this place. Chaotic. But there's a bit of, there's a, a feeling of chaos here. Like, things aren't going to be going, um, well for a while. It's a sinking ship. Yeah, it feels like a bit of a sinking ship. But um, that's fine. I'm, that's, I love it. Right, no job. I mean, we're having the time of my life. an amazing time. Yeah. We are seeing things, tasting things. I mean, just walking around New Orleans, I probably already said this before, but like just walking around all the architecture, like every block, there's a beautiful, interesting house. To Everyone, yeah. And that's usually there's five or six. Usually you're surrounded on both sides by the, um, and the artwork and the, yeah, the art, the bright colors, the architecture, the plants. Um, it's a very green city, cobblestone streets, interesting little bars. Yeah. And we're here at a weird time because usually they, they're open all night and they're open yeah. until 11 p.m. That's it. And it, it still has that spirit, though, even without this sort of, uh, you know, 24-hour mayhem. It yeah. feels very much like a place someone would move to if they had just given up on everything. And yeah. And just looking to um, live out their time. That's you said as soon as I picked up from the airport. You go, man, I have thought about living here a bunch of times. Yeah. If I had no dreams, still am. <laughs> nothing to live for, would you live here? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this would be... This is like my number one city by by a mile. Really? Oh okay. yeah. If it was yeah, if there was no other considerations, yeah. comedy, friends, relationships, jobs. Yeah. Right. Which, which is I mean, why hey, you say, any minute now that might be the opportunity. Yeah, baby, it might arise. You know. Yeah. So, do you feel unsettled? What is in your future? Well, I've been thinking about this a lot. I think I'm just going to. Um, I'm just going to throw myself at being a comedian, not even a stand-up comedian, just a comedian. What does I'm, that mean? You're gonna make videos? Not even videos. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do whatever I like. If I want to do a video, I'll do a video. If I want to get a road gig, I'll get a road gig. Yeah. Um, but I have no expectations, and I'm just going to, uh, I'm gonna give it my all until I die. Yeah. And uh, that might uh, completely ruin my life, but. But it's your passion. Yeah. Follow your life passion. Life is overrated. Follow anyways. your bliss. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a few things that we were talking about last night it had to do with kind of comedy and integrity. And at one point I told you, you should probably consider abandoning some of your integrity. Yeah. Because <laughs> it seems to be hanging you up. Well, now this is, so this is sort of the big, this is the big issue I've been having with, um, with all of this, is that there's, ha there's a sort of feeling of, um, you have to trade in a part of your moral character to compete with people who are like sociopathically, delusionally narcissistic. <laughs> and like, make no mistake, I am also, I'm a, I'm a part of that group for a reason. I am also guilty of all of sure. those things. Yeah. But um, it seems like the art form requires a betrayal of your moral standard um, more so than other art forms. It does seem that way because yeah. of the necessity for attention you need because you need to have people you yeah. need to have people in order to do it yeah right if you could be a painter and just paint and release your paintings you could be a musician and never go on tour yeah you could just release music online online you could do a lot of stuff now that's just you work on it until it's done then you show everybody a novelist yeah you work on it until it's done then you show something you don't need to be in any specific city you can just be writing your novel doing your art and then you share it yeah Whereas we need, in order to even do it, in order to, our paint and our canvas is other people. And people don't get together like that unless there's a, they need to be a, re, it's hard to get people together like that. So yeah. you need a promoter, you need a club, you need somebody, you need an intermediary in order to get you those opportunities. Yeah. Unless you start your own show or whatever. And um, I have like a, more of like a reserved um, like spirit. So like it's hard for me to, um, get on Instagram or get on these like social media apps and like dance for people and be like, 
I'm getting all these things and I'm doing all these shows. It's just like it feels so um, like unnatural, but it's right. necessary. Like you were saying, if I could trade in my integrity and just do that, I think things would go much better for me. I would say, um, <clears throat> I mean, like, because when I mean, because it's personal for me. It's I'm not I'm not meddling in your life because it's like when I hear you guys talking about that. I, if I agree with you and I go, yeah, that's bullshit to self-promote and to ask too much for things and to um, sell yourself, to yeah. email somebody and go, hey, Ter- I, I think you should have Terrence Hartnett perform at your club yeah. because he is experienced. He's done a video. <laughs> no, he's experienced. He's he, done a video. He's, done, he's accomplished. <laughs> yeah, everyone's done a video, buddy. <laughs> He's accomplished these things, dot, dot, dot. Here's a video of him doing stand-up. He's accomplished, you know, he's done similar things to your club in the past. Why not have him at your club? And uh, sincerely, Terrence Hartnett. Yeah. um, You have to be your own advocate. (laughs) Sincerely, the guy who I'm (laughs) You know who I think is great? Dear Laugh Factory. Here's a hot tip off the dome. I got a, I got a suggestion. I for got y'all. something you guys sh- should do, and uh, you know, and hey, I'm a little biased, but you should have my favorite person, Terrence Hartnett. <laughs> Sincerely, Terrence Hartnett. Right, that's ex- that's a, a psycho thing to say. Yeah, yeah. Now, when I hear you guys shitting on that, I want to agree, and I want to because I think that is like that. But I think if I agree, I won't be able to. Um, to do those cloying, shitty, self-serving things. Yeah. Because I will have boxed myself into a corner and say I'll have no integrity. So I think I'm suggesting, which is what I do, is try to tailor your integrity and snip it wherever you can yeah. for a slimmer fit. Uh, yeah. Because uh, that way you can, you got you got to thread the needle. You got to be in the pocket. Yeah, and I mean I think you're completely correct. To be honest, I've never heard that before. <laughs> God, it's so. Beautiful. I mean, I think you're. I mean, I, I think it's. It's. I think if when I really dive deep down into it, it's more of like a. Um, it's almost more narcissistic on my part to assume that my moral code is of such profoundness. Yeah. That I can't expose myself to these the the, the way in which these plebes uh, behave, and it's like, right. well, guess what, man? If you live with that mindset your whole life, you're going to go absolutely nowhere because exactly. you're just not that great of an individual. Exactly. Well, they're and not going to. Uh, that's very. I'm very aware of that. It's hard. Just hard to. Um, it sucks. Yeah. They're yeah. not going to come knocking and go. Oh, we need a comedian. Yeah. And we yeah. heard um, that you're great. Although word of, I mean, like that's it's crazy because it is partially that. Yeah. If you don't, if you have no respect from anybody. There's a balance to be struck, right? Because if you have no respect for anybody, if you're just, if you're, if you're only, if you're all um, sales, no substance, yeah. all sizzle, no steak, yeah, you know what I mean? That's no good either. And that happens. People do that. A lot of people do that. Maybe and they 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 burn out on that all that self promotion, and they don't even think about their comedy, and they suck. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, I think I think this has been my big thing in the pandemic is. Um, I'm willing. I I think I'm. At first, I was not willing. I said I, I at this when the pandemic starts, like I'll quit. I can't do this shit. I can't be a part of this. And I talked to you then. Yeah. I was stopping through Chicago, and yeah. it was a. It was interesting because I was dipping into these socials. I was literally stopping there for two hours, and I go catching up with all five, six, seven of my friends who came to the park that day. And what you said was, "I quit, man. I yeah. quit. When I this is really all done. over. When this is all over, you're gonna have to stab your best friend in the back <laughs> for a spot at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> a little bit of pessimism you're gonna have to cancel your best friend you have to accuse your best friend of sexual assault a little bit of negativity sure (laughs) 
And then I talked to John Gasper for a few days later, and he goes, "Hey, good news. Tuck did one set. Now he's fully back." <laughs> well, that's what I realized. He didn't eventually. quit. I, I mean, I, I literally, I tried to quit three or four different times of the pandemic. I tried to go to school. I tried to what learn, kind of school? I was going to go to copywriting right. school. I tried to code. I tried to do all these things where I was like, I can get away from this. I know I can. I can, I can defeat this like demon inside of me that <laughs> needs this. You know. But no, I got to feed it. Yeah, and then I just realized I was like, no, I, it's, it's not. It's it's like curse or not, it's the thing that I am supposed to do. And the demon's name is Tucker Brookshire, yeah, and we love him. Yeah, and that's like unfortunate that um, I'm not. My demon isn't um, making lots of money in horrible ways. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> my not. No, you know, my demon is yeah. that I need this, and it's yeah. the only thing I know how to do. Exactly right. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you're great at it, and it'll be fine. And right, right? back at you, buddy. No, no, no. A little bit of optimism no 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 a little bit of optimism i find myself i feel like um my brothers are all funnier than me and so i'm very used to that dynamic where i go where i go i'm the second banana in any comedic uh situation <laughs> second banana second banana i'm uh i'll tag it i'll set someone up i'll go that was brilliant stuff like that like yeah. i feel like the andy richter to everyone's conan yeah. <laughs> i'm just there i'm like i love it that's great well, look how much Andy Richter's worth. It might be the right thing to exactly. be. Exactly. Rick you know Dog, I mean? you know. Dog. Andy Richter. Yeah. But that's, um, so I don't feel funny. No one ever was, did they tell you to do comedy? No, Friends? I've known since I was like 10. You wanted to do it. Yeah. It's the only thing I've ever planned my life for. I've never made a plan in my life except for doing stand-up. Fantastic. Yeah. What was that like? You were in North Carolina? Yeah. I, my dad showed me um, Bill Cosby, who's innocent. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, 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 kidding. He showed me himself, Bill Cosby, and it changed my whole life. It was like the single Bill Cosby himself. And then I saw Killing Them Softly by Dave Chappelle like two weeks oh later. Oh my god. It was like my brain caved inside of itself. That's such a great foundation. Yeah. Is you've got this, got you got the cause, yeah. Clean. And then you got one of the best specials of all time, Killing Them Softly. He murders that whole time. And when you're a child, you've never seen your experiences are so limited and your like ideas of like entertainment and things are so limited and they're so um you you're kind of like you're you're so fresh and then you see something like that and it just like yeah it's the most uh, t to me it's like it was the most mind-blowing thing i'd ever <laughs> seen in my life i couldn't believe a man was like allowed to do that and like get paid for it it was incredible I love stand-up so much, man. I don't know. I still love it, too. I, I still love it. I can cry talking about it. Like, that's how much I like it. It like, makes me... It's like... Who are your favorites now? Right now? Who do you watch? Who do you actually watch? Man. Rory Scovel, I think, is probably the funniest comedian alive. Absolutely. Great. Um, I really love Tim Dillon. Uh, he really feeds to my pessimism. The pod? You listen to the podcast? I listen to the pod. But he's like a born podcaster. Yeah, yeah, good stand-up. Um... Well, it's Chappelle, of course. The new stuff, too? You watch everything? You know, Chappelle is becoming this sort of um, Carlin type where it's becoming less funny and becoming more preachy. Yeah. It's, they're secular preachers. Yeah. Chris Rock does it, too, man. Exactly. I think. Well, I, and Tambourine was pretty terrible, I thought, his most recent it. one. I liked it. It's okay. But but it's always like that's the natural path of a comedian, I think. I think eventually you become so big if you reach that point that, that um, people don't really come to you for topical humor they come for you come to you for more than that for your take yeah. yeah and so it becomes 
it's it's none not even a I don't even think it's a bad thing what Chappelle is doing. It's just a new Chappelle. It's a different yeah yeah, yeah. it's a different face. That's a good that's a good way to put it. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like that very much. Um, what about the next couple of years for you, Tuck? Well, I'll probably move to a new city. Um, Austin, maybe. I don't know. Um, do it, and I'm just gonna. Um, I'm just gonna throw myself right back in, and uh, you know, try and do it a little different this time. Try and be more aware of like. It's my a nice moves. restart, right? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a beautiful, beautiful restart. Beautiful restart. I think I'd still be going to open mics and bars right now if this had never happened. Me too. And I'd be in New York, and I'd be like, New York is so demoralizing. Yeah. Um, Todd Berry's got a great thing where he goes, "There's no announcement. Like, hey, everybody." A new comedian just moved here from <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. You got to see this. No, he's a brand new comedian to New York City. He just got here from Chicago. That's right, Chicago, Illinois. Third biggest city. You got to see this guy. <laughs> yeah. You start from absolute zero once again. I mean, some people don't, but I did. Yeah. Really what? hurt me. And you know what? I changed. I got to remember this as I had, I had an outlook shift on purpose. As I said, next time, except for the first year, how's New York, Terry? Oh, it is. Ooh, it is tough. It is tough. Ooh, oh boy! And I decided I'm gonna say it. I go. I changed my answer to. It's exciting. The kid is just a purebred optimist. It's exciting. It's an exciting challenge. I'm excited by the. I'm excited by the impossible challenge of New York. <laughs> and I'm that's excited. The, that's the right mindset to have. By the by the impossible challenge set before me as a new straight white boring comedian in new york city <laughs> i've never felt more boring and it's funny too because in chicago i feel like i had a a bit of a east coast aesthetic kind of or it was like yeah. this guy wears boat shoes he's a little bit dressed up nice in new york you are the 45th guy to do that <laughs> and, and they, all those guys make finance money they're great yeah and yeah. they're better than you at comedy too yeah and yeah. life yeah, yeah nothing but respect and life nothing but respect yeah we got a train going by and you know what it's not picking up as bad no it's not picking up that bad in the okay perfect. on the mics these mics are incredible yeah these really this incredibly is in- cheap and incredible they're not bad well wow. anybody can have a podcast the 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 barrier to entry is very very low yeah Sort of an incredible thing, though. I mean, it's uh, podcasts have changed the world. I love podcasts. I'm glad I make one because I love them so much. Yeah, I. It's so good for ADHD because I'm. Oh, it's like I need to always while I'm doing something. I like to do something. Yeah, I like yeah. to read and walk. Now, what about you? What are you gonna? What's your gonna uh, next three, four years gonna be? Thank you for asking, Tuck. Yeah. I think I decided pretty early on in 2021. I'm staying on the road throughout throughout the calendar year. Yeah. And I thought maybe I'll move back to New York January 2022. Does not look like that's going to happen anymore. I think when it gets cold again, 2021 fall, I'm going to head to Austin and hang out there for five, six months. Yeah. Because I love it there. I love living. I like living in a van there. It's nice. Yeah. Um, and then I'll take it from there. Maybe travel around some more. Um, keep doing this. Try to make money off of comedy um, in order to keep myself going in the van as opposed to using the unemployment money or yeah. use some, maybe some sort of remote work, yeah. something else I can do to stay afloat, but yeah. I don't want to live in an apartment for them. Yeah. It feels like the next couple of years, I'm not saying now, but I'm, I'm pretty far into this now and I still like it. Yeah, me too. You know, I'm realizing more and more, I think, I think the, um, you know, I think a lot of people in their pursuit of their dreams, a lot of people quit and the moment in which they quit 
is when their back is like against the wall and they don't know what to do and they're like um, I can either keep going because my back is against the wall or I can get off the wall and just walk away yeah and I think this has been like a big um, this like pandemic has sort of been like back against the wall moment of like yeah you, this is your this is your chance to make a decision about how things are going to go and yep. um it's like a halftime. Go to the locker room. Yeah. Come back out when you're ready. You want to win the game or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Or it's it maybe sports is a bad metaphor because it's just a pause. And, uh, yeah, there's no winning. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe winning for you is a wife and a kid. Yeah. It's not for me right yeah. now. Yeah. One day. One day. Is that right? Want to be yeah. a father one day? Maybe not a kid, but a I, wife. Could, I, could be a fa- I could be a husband. I could be a husband. What about some a stepdad? You'd be a great stepdad. <laughs> that would be that I could do. That's interesting. That I could do. I, why? I, I don't know. I, I I think I'm feeling this is pessimist again, but it's hard for me to um, imagine bringing a child into a world that's um, rapidly speeding towards being engulfed in the flames of global warming. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sure. Which is not a sure a, sure sure know, an unusual take but one and one more time for the pessimists <laughs> in the back. Global warming. <laughs> they go cheering. Nothing better for a pessimist than, the, than if, telling him that the world's yeah. gonna melt. Well, they you know, it's, it sucks when pessimists have some hard evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God that forbid. sucks. <laughs> Where I go, oh, I guess I'll have to be delusionally optimistic. Terrence is like, it's not warming, it's heating up. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. Sure, someone's turning the thermostat up. Could you stop? I thought he was backing up at first. I thought he was going to stop and let us pod. <laughs> he was like, I see these boys. Let stop me the train. Room. There's two guys doing a podcast. <laughs> By a dumpster. They yeah. knew <laughs> Just a beautiful city. A perfect place to be. Yeah, I'm glad it's not like 90 degrees and humid. This is um, We had a good week in New Orleans. When I first got here with, with Gasper, it was you can't wear pants. They're going to stick all the way down your legs. Yeah. You're going to be so regretting the pants. But today is pants and t-shirt weather, and I love it. Yeah. Throw on a light jacket for the evening. It's mostly going to be decorative. Yeah. But it's fun. You can keep all your stuff in your pockets. You know? Yeah. You can wear that same jacket that dude hated. Oh, no. Tonight I'm wearing a full suit. <laughs> we, so we are gonna get murdered. Yeah, tonight. we. I mean, the plan last night was a bad one. You can't wear those clothes. We all regretted the button ups. Were a mistake. That was the lesson of the night. Everyone treats you differently. And we were talking about it, like, Tucker was like, I got this. This is a this is a bogo shirt. <laughs> and mine was my. I bought that one. I bought mine that day for six dollars. Yeah. And Max is like, yeah, this costs ten dollars. Everyone's shirt cost less than the ribs we were eating. Yeah. That was the joke. But I do almost. I'll tell you what. I almost like that they don't like. Uh, Anything that signifies uh, wealth or upper class. Right. And what they don't know is we're right there with you, man. We are broke as a joke, dude. Um, The whole time they're yelling at us, I wanted to go, he lives in in a a van. van. (laughs) But, but no. Lord. It's not the way it's going to happen. All right, Tuck. How How about a call to action for the audience? Oh boy! Um, Give up. Stay true. Be authentic to yourself. Um, maintain integrity, and maybe be a little more optimist. Oh wow! Optimistic. Optimistic. See, he doesn't yeah. know how to say the word. Yeah, optimistic. Yeah, barely is in my optimistic. Be an ah. Uh? Well, I'm grateful for you for making me feel more optimistic and kind of making me the uh, uh, 
the the good cop here because yeah. I've been I can be the bad cop. Oh, when I yeah. when I'm up against a hardcore optimist, I'll just tack left. Yeah, and I'll yeah. go I'll go yeah, but come on, global warming. I really do like I come at people. Um, it's nice to be relatively optimistic. I yeah. love that about talking to Max too. Well, that's why I like you is you're not afraid to to. I, I like people who are not afraid to push back on me and challenge me. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm such an intimidating man. Me too. Well, I mean, you cut. Well, you know, you're very. Um, you've got a really nice verbal acuity. Right. You really right. can pull a word out of your ass, and that's yeah. great. Because, um, um, hey, uh, it's great. Because I talked to Max the same way. Yeah. He's got like, he's got a long, verbose paragraph loaded about <laughs> cheese, dude. About like, about whatever on hand. He's like. There's kind of a desperation about the way the man that man cut a sandwich, wouldn't you agree? And you hear it and you go, "Wait a minute, there is." And I go, "I guess." It's almost but it's almost as if Max spoke it into existence. Yeah, like yeah. no one is no one is so has so accurately labeled something that's so small before and so I can't help but agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah you guys yeah. are both like that and then when you get a word packet like that it's so strong, it's hard to argue against it. Yeah. Um, but I take pleasure in it. Words have a there's a, the words have a rhythm, you know. There's a um, there's a way to say everything the right way. Is how I feel. Absolutely, and there's a way to talk to some guys that want to beat you up um, to make them go away, and uh, they still wanted to beat us up, and we still wanted to fight back. Yeah. But nobody did anything, and that's great. And if I see him tonight, I'm gonna throw fucking hands. Oh yeah. Well, we have the brass knuckles <laughs> ready for tonight. Yeah, I'm going to war tonight, yeah. baby. We bought some hammers, and I uh, figured out how to get the handle off. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a Carhartt now. <laughs> but mine would be just the. Uh, I pull the rubber part off, and just a floppy rubber like yeah. dildo. Yeah. He had like the hammer he with the metal it with part. Concrete. Yeah. <laughs> he did, dude. It was. It was. A, it was a blackjack. He had a blackjack. Is what they yeah, call that yeah. thing. Wow. And that was scary. Um. All right, Tuck. Well, I uh, hope the audience looks out for the amazing content you're going to put out onto your uh, one day Instagram once you um, swallow your damn pride. Yeah, once I dive back in, it's Sw- coming. Swallow your pride. You will not die. It is not poison. Yeah, I've That's done. Bob Dylan. I've done some work. It's coming. It's coming. Well, you're so talented and uh, interesting, and I love you. Right back at you, brother. This was a blast. Go Panthers. Go Panthers, and that's Tucker Brookshire. <laughs> A rack on tour, a man about town, um, one of the most interesting guys I've ever met. Um, so follow Tucker Brookshire at Tucker Brookshire on Instagram. Instagram is the app where you can instantly see a lady's gams. And uh, it's kind of true of Instagram as well. Okay, well, um, as always, our theme song was written and performed by Steve Gerard, Steve Gerard of Crown Blue Music. Check out Crown Blue Music. And our logo was designed by Mr. Rudy Schultz. So check out Rudy Schultz for anything that you need uh, graphically designed. Hit me up and I can get you guys in touch, in contact. I've had a lot of coffee uh, this morning. Well, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And uh, I'll see you next time. Next time.